listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert Monk. Good evening. Good evening to you all. It's Tuesday, 29th of May. How are you all doing? It's officially 100, 100 days to start the NFL season. I hope you're all excited. Like, I mean, I am and I'm not. Uh, wife said to me yesterday that, obviously, Love Island, the greatest television show on earth, according to her, is starting next week and goes on for two months. So she did put it in the context that, you know, once Love Island has finished, that the, you know, pretty much the pre-season uh, will have started. So, that you know, that's, that's one way to look at it, I suppose. But yep, 100 days to go till we see the Eagles defend their Super Bowl title at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're all well. Uh, we've got a good episode in front of us today. We're going to be uh, another in the series of My Team, My Thoughts. Today we have our Jacksonville Jaguars. That's our Jacksonville Jaguars, Christopher Carpenter. Um, done the rabbits um, in my work clothes, which probably that I probably have to wear tomorrow, so that probably wasn't a great idea. But they've all been clean and fed. Hopefully that should keep them quiet, but if it doesn't, um, they will be in Sunday's roast dinner. Not really much uh, in the way of news NFL-wise, so I just wanted to go back to obviously it was the Champions League final over here. It, was, it wasn't over here; it was in in, Moscow, in uh, Russia. But just wanted to point out what, what a good, what a great goal that was by by Gareth Bell. Obviously, being a Man United fan, in inverted inverted in speech marks there, it was nice to see Liverpool lose. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for Karius, the uh, Liverpool goalkeeper, who's obviously been getting all those uh, what should we say um, interesting comments on on social media. Which, quite frankly, uh, in my in my view, but there we go. Uh, so, like I say, yep, we just a couple of things to point out. Uh, did an article at the weekend, rookie running backs. Did a really long article. It took me most of the weekend actually. So, I'd appreciate it if you want to hop over to there, full ten yards forward slash blog, uh, looking at all the rookie running backs that were selected. I think it was the top eight. So everyone from Saquon Barkley, obviously the obviously on one, all the way down to like Kerryon Johnson, uh, Detroit Lions running back. Just looked at. What opportunities they're going into, their talent, you know, can they succeed in the offences that they've been, in the teams they've been drafted by and, you know, where you can look to draft them in your fantasy leagues. Maybe not so much now, where they are now, but where they might end up come draft season, you know, at end of week four, uh, which, you know, is the start of September, end of August time. So, yeah, if you want to you give that a little read, like I say, 14yards.com forward slash blog. Very much appreciate any comments there. Uh, just get in contact with us on the show, Twitter, Instagram, at Full10Yards. That would be very much appreciated. So like I say, we are doing my team, my thoughts again. hope you're enjoying that series. Again, let us know if you are or you're not. And, you know, if if your team hasn't been done yet and you want to come on and talk about your team, they, I'm talking to you, the person right there in between your earplugs. You want to come on the show, talk about your team. Uh, we've currently had, who have we had? Uh, New England was the first one. We had 49ers, the Panthers and the Chargers over the last couple of weeks. Uh, today we are doing the Jacksonville Jaguars with Aaron Warriner. Um, and say so if you want to talk about your team, come on the show, get in contact with us. We would love to have you on. Oh yeah, one, thing, one final thing before we get into the interview. If you've played, if you play Madden, you've got an Xbox, you want to play Madden, I'm always up for a game. I uh, can't remember my game of tag at the moment, but if you get in contact with me, give me a DM, give me your... Your player name or username, whatever you call it these days, and uh, Madam Eighteen, of course. Uh, I'd love to give you a game, so that that's uh, something a bit extra. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it. 
Okay, so it's that time of the week where we talk about my team, my thoughts, and this time we are talking Duval. We have Aaron Warren on the show with us to talk our Jacksonville Jaguars. Aaron, the most important question of this whole uh, interview is, are, are the kids in bed and asleep? Luckily, yes, thank God. It's been a long day, <laughs> long, long day. Yeah, as I said to uh, I've, I've just uh, changed the, the rabbits, and uh, so hopefully that should keep them quiet for, for the next hour or so, but we uh, I can never never be too sure. Okay, so if you want to get in contact with Aaron, uh, you can get him on Twitter, at Duval Warrener. Love that Twitter handle. Love it, love it, love it. Then did you know, Aaron, that Duval actually means of the valley? So technically that translates as at, at of the valley Warrener. Does that sound something that you, you, you like? Is, is that you? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, to be honest, I didn't do Val. Sort of <laughs> no, I, well, I did it because I, I didn't actually. I, obviously, Duval, I kind of had an inkling was a was a part in was a county arc in Florida, so I just sort of wondered where it came from. But oh yeah, of the valley. So you are of the valley, Warrener. Okay, just before we start, um, Brandon Marshall. Bit of breaking news: Brandon Marshall has signed with the Seahawks, one year deal. That's yep. uh, two two million uh, one year deal. Max, I was on that one actually. Uh, I surprised uh, Des. Obviously, Des won't take that lower that lower pay cut. But uh, Tyler Lockett's draft equity has now obviously fallen. He was someone I was targeting late in, in fantasy drafts. Uh, any anything to but that Brandon Marshall at all? Seahawks, you a big fan of Brandon Marshall at all? Uh, and I've not really followed him much in his career. I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I know it's a bit, bit, of a, bit of a tangent, but Des Bryant, I followed recently, and as you say, I agree, he, he wouldn't take close to that <laughs> two, kind of money. Two million, yeah, no day. chance. <laughs> no chance. Okay, cool. So, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars then. So, let's start with uh, the My Team's uh, My Team, My Thought segment. So, just give us a back, bit of background into you, how you got into the NFL, how you chose the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, and then if you know your background in you know anything else like uh, Britball, college, fantasy, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I first got into the NFL back in 2005. It was the Super Bowl between New England Patriots and the Eagles. Um, ironically, it was uh, played at the Jag Stadium. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't at the time. Also, I didn't know anything about. But since like from 2005. To 2015, I had a 10-year hiatus of whether I watched it or not. Yeah. I was at that age where I didn't know whether I liked it or not. Um, but I mean, I watched it and watching Donovan McNabb, I liked him at the time, obviously. But obviously, he lost to Tom Brady, as most people do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the year I really started getting into it was 2015. Uh, it, it was it was a for me, but my dad's birthday, uh, Jags versus Colts. Um, it was just a random buy. I heard it advertised on Talksport Radio, and I thought, oh, blow it, I'll buy it. So went and just randomly bought two tickets. And yeah. That, was yeah. a, that was a good game as well for me. I, I went to that game. I was, it was um, obviously Jags won, but was that um, yes. was was it quite close to begin with? But then I remember from that game that the Colts' defense was just awful. Yes, I mean because uh, yeah, it it was a, a fairly close game. Yeah, it was. Um, I'd say it was the first time I watched it in years, so I was still trying to figure out what was going on. To be honest with you, but yeah, but it was a very good game. I mean, all the games I've been to, in one way or another, have been very good games. Yeah, um, I've been to since 2015. I've been to every one so far, and I'll be going again this year as well. Nice, yeah, nice, nice. Is there any? Is there any? You're obviously looking forward to the Jags Eagles game. Oh yeah, of course. It's the only one I go to. I, I don't bother going to the other ones. They yeah. don't interest me. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's, that's fair enough. Quite a lot of teams. Like when I when I used to live back down south, there was 
There's, just, there's certain teams you just don't follow, like in the NFL. If you've been watching it for like a couple of years, there's always teams that like I'm doing a Tennessee Titans one on Thursday, and I'm gonna have to do a lot more prep than I would do on this one because I don't really follow the Tennessee Titans. There's always teams that you kind of favour over the others. But yeah, no, Jacksonville, obviously exposure they get over here, uh, they're more they're more popular than most of the other teams. But um, yeah, no, I, I did try and get tickets to the the Eagles uh, Jags game, but they all got snapped up quite quickly. And, Try and get one uh, for off like Twitter or someone that's like some face value because there's quite a lot for all about obviously all the touts getting them and it's a bit it's a bit of a shame bit of a shame really that they get snapped up in minutes and get sold for four times the value immediately after on their on their second hand website which is a bit of a bit annoying really. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean me and my friend were going with an old money game this year and we were literally on the ball trying to get them. And yeah, it, it was ridiculous. I mean we had a 25 30 minute wait. Yeah just to see if we could get three tickets together. And in the end, we didn't. We ended up having to buy three separate tickets so um, we were scattered around the stadium. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there were, there were a lot of uh, single, single tickets on there because I was trying to get two for me and, me and the wife. And... Uh... Yeah, no, I had it was the old days, like when you used to get Reading Festival V Festival tickets. We had like fifty tabs open on different browsers just to keep refreshing the page and, <laughs> until until you actually got some tickets. But yeah, didn't didn't kind of work this. Then mine um, uh, at, at some point. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so you like Jacksonville being for, for a couple of years. Have any of your family into it at all? Or yeah, my old man, my dad. Yeah. He, he he was a Patriots fan, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> But I think, I believe, because when he was a bit younger, I believe the other kicker was actually English. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know his name. I don't know. No, my dad's a bit older than you. Is it, is it, how, <laughs> so, how long ago are we talking? Is that Lawrence, Lawrence Tynes? Is he one? No, he's not. Lawrence I think not. Lawrence Tynes. I can't tell you his name. Yeah. Come in, but that would be. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a look Wait. after that because that, that, that will annoy me. I think it was Lawrence Tynes, but I think that might, he might be in the Giants. But anyway, that's, that's, that's here and all there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, so let's talk about last season then. Had a really good season. Won the, obviously yeah, won the yeah. AFC a w- very weak AFC South. Um, I think they won it in the, the second to last week. I think they, I think their rubber against Tennessee Titans in the la- last week yeah. was obviously um, the Titans obviously won that to get into the playoffs themselves. So third seed to uh, ten and six. Obviously uh, a couple of minutes away from beating the Patriots in champion um, playoff run. Obviously beat the Steelers in a high scorer and then beating Buffalo in the the wild card round was a bit more of a defensive uh, war of attrition. How how did you did you enjoy last season? Oh, it was great. I mean, like I say, I mean, the first coach I've seen, obviously, there was Gus Bradley. Yeah. And his mantra was basically, <laughs> do, uh, basically just get better every week. And no, it's about, <clears throat> excuse me, it's about winning. It's yeah. not about getting better week. It's about winning that week and that's that week alone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this year was, was completely, like, took me by surprise. I didn't, yeah, <laughs> it was really, really good to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny one actually because Jack, Jacksonville, like uh, all my my friends that we we play fantasy with, um, last couple of years I've always said to them, oh, Jacksonville Jacksonville defense is going to be legit this year. And obviously every last couple of years, I think when like Paul Chesney was 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 there and in in the prime of his career, they never really gelled on defense up until obviously last year and obviously Jalen Ramsey um, coming in and obviously the, the bits that they've added bit by bit. Finally, last year was where it all clicked and um, you know they, they were obviously good enough to let Blake Bortles not throw the ball as much and let Leonard Fournette run it um, as, well, as well as he did. So, yeah, it was, I think it was just a, finally the year where it all clicked for the Jacksonville Jaguars and it was it was quite nice to see. Uh, like a, I think It's kind of a throwback, I suppose, because obviously the old days of the, the, the tough Baltimore defences and obviously going back way back when to tough Bears defences and, and all that, it's, it's nice to see decent defence, especially... 
um, you know, where it's, it's more of an offensive passing league. It's, it's quite nice to see that how, how good they were at shutting down decent teams. Yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing to see. I mean, it was I mean, especially the game against uh, the Ravens um, at at Wembley. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they just shut them down. What did they have? Minus two, minus four yards in the first half, I believe it was. Yeah, I remember. The that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, not just that. I mean, as well against the Steelers in the first game, by well, the first game they played them. Yeah. So obviously, five inceptions by Big Ben's on on her. Obviously, the first time he's ever done it. Yeah. Um, Along with two pick sixes as well in the same game, yep. which was astonishing. Yeah, that was that that raised, that raised a lot, quite quite a lot of eyebrows, didn't it? That kind of thing started making everyone pay attention a little bit. Yes, it did. I mean, the best thing about it was my friend who I'm going to London with this year and I went with last year. He's a big Steelers fan, and uh, we was at my house watching it together, and he curled up in a corner. Basically, <laughs> he didn't want to watch the rest of the game. It was. Uh, embarrassing on his behalf, anyway. Yeah, no. When I say, and obviously there was kind of a. Uh, a high score of seeing championship game, but yeah, just to give you a little point for you, the, those guys listening, um, the Jacksonville defense last year were, were second best in points allowed, two hundred and sixty-eight. Uh, only bettered by Minnesota, and they were best. They were best in passing yards uh, allowed. Only two, you know, they were three hundred yards better than anyone than the Minnesota Vikings. They ranked best there. Not the not the greatest against the run. They were only they were twelfth worst against the run. Um, but I think yeah, it's very it's very rare that you see that they're. A team that are good on defense with with both, but um, yeah, no, certainly the the the, pe- the passing attack of opposing offenses were were just was just shut down last season, and again that just allowed them to ground and ground and pound on on offense. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean Jalen Ramsey and uh, AJ Boyer. I mean, you uh, you can't really say much about them really because everything they do, everything that's to be said about them is done on the field basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned the run defense. Uh, I think we was ranked twenty sixth. Up until week, I think it was seven, and then we traded for Marcel Darius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, it kind of just fell apart, didn't it? It did. I mean, and he 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 managed to managed to slow the run down quite a bit. He helped us out a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um. Very a very good signing. Very very good. Yeah, he was from the Buffalo Bills, was he? Bill. Yeah, the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's why I was just what. Because uh, I, I actually forgot about that 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 trade, but um, yeah. So over the um, obviously a couple of minutes away from beating the Patriots in the championship game, I, I suppose that was a bad one of your one of your worst moments as a Jags fan. Yeah, do we have to talk about that? <laughs> no, 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 we don't have to. But the only thing I, I will say about that game is I, I think correctly the, the second half they kind of went into their shell a little bit and just tried to they leaned on their defense a bit too much and they didn't really when Bortles then had to go out and win the game because uh, I think I think the Patriots scored a touchdown on their second to last drive and then obviously. Balls came out and couldn't really, they couldn't rely on him, and they I think they just leaned a bit too much on the defense. So hopefully they've learned a bit from that this year because the the AFC is really there for the taking. Oh, definitely. I mean, what what the problem was is they did the complete opposite as to what the Eagles did in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And once they got ahead, that was it. They they thought, well, where was it? Two scores ahead. Yeah. In the in the fourth quarter, and they thought they'd pretty much wrapped it up, and they thought they'd play safe, and it just. Blew back in the face. Yeah. Um, and Fournette was just shut down. Yeah. Um, because he was tired. Uh, our offensive line, obviously, I mean, they, they struggled as well towards the end because it was the same old, same old constant ground and pan. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, not just at the pass rush as well. Uh, we didn't rotate the men. So Calais Campbell, obviously, towards the end of his career, he, 
he, he was he was dead on his feet. He he struggled. He couldn't be doing it for the whole time that he was asked to do it. So yeah. we just needed that depth. Yeah, I mean, uh, from a positive perspective, like I say, hopefully they've learned a bit from that, and then they can go again next year. They've had a taste of, of that. that's the first time they've been in the in the in the playoffs for a little while. I think um, obviously they, they before the Browns were the were the laughing stock of the league. Um, so hopefully going into next season, they've got they've got loads, they've got plenty of positives to take out from from last season. Definitely, I, I couldn't agree with you more. To be honest, I think like I say, I think it was nineteen ninety six. Was it the last playoff, or was it a bit ninety nine? I think it might have been. It's, yeah, it certainly wasn't this century. I don't think <laughs> certainly this century, but uh, almost going almost as bad as the count. Moving on, we don't need, we don't need to 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 dwell on that too much. Uh, so off season then. So saying obviously there's plenty of positives to take in into next season, but it's a bit a tiny bit of change from the Jaguars off season moves. Obviously, Adam Robinson uh, has moved on to Chicago Bears. Alan Hearns has gone to my said Cowboys. Not quite sure how he'll get on, but we, we shall see on that one. But um, what, obviously the big one coming in, uh, Norwell from Carolina. Ma- absolutely humongous deal. Five years, 66 million. Uh, a couple of others there. Uh, Marquise Lee re-signed uh, to another quite a huge deal for, for someone of, of his calibre, I suppose. Four years, 34 million pound there. Uh, tight end position, uh, Austin Sfer Jenkins, the former Jet tight end um, and the former Buck tight end, replacing Mercedes Lewis which was another quite a big deal for a tight end. Two years, 10 million there. Uh, Dante Moncrief as well was another one in it. What, how did you feel that the Jaguars fared in the off-season there? Good, bad, indifferent? Uh, it's, it's difficult to say at the minute, obviously. I mean, they brought in Moncrief, who's, who's had injuries. Um, he hasn't looked great when Andrew Luck hasn't been playing. Yeah. Um, but he's got, he's got the deep threat. I mean, what did he run in the combine? Was it a 4-4? Uh, and he's a big lad. He's as he's six three, so he's a big yeah, target man who can get space. He can burn past people if he wants to. But it's whether he can stay fit and as as well, yeah. whether balls can actually hit him. Yeah. Just on your Andrew Luck point there, obviously um, you say that he doesn't. Dante Moncrief didn't look good, but Andrew Luck. Without, I think probably you can probably apply a similar comment there to Ty Hilton uh, as well. So it'd be interesting to see what what Dante Moncrief does there as well. I think he well, did he get a, he got a one year deal. I think ten million as well. Was it? I think he got a massive one year deal. So it'd be quite interesting to see how the wide receiver kind of depth chart kind of pans out because obviously you've got Keelan Cole, Diddy Westbrook there as well. So you, you've got four or five receivers there that aren't. There's no stellar receiver like an Alan Robinson there, but you know it's kind of like Dallas. You've got loads of guys that can compete and maybe hopefully elevate all their levels up to to be a decent wide receiver core and a whole, as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping this year, Edie Westbrook, obviously, weeks yeah. last year. So he didn't really have much of an impact. I mean, he was thrown in as a rookie in week nine. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a big ask uh, yeah. for somebody who was drafted in the fourth round to come in and, and play as basically a number two wide receiver or yeah. maybe number three behind Colin um, Lee. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, with the, the Marquise Lee deal, I, I was quite upset with that to be honest because it's I mean when you've got A-Rob and Hearns they were all signed in the same year four years ago same draft class um, and in the four years Marquis Lee's only got four to- uh, eight touchdowns in the four years 2100 yards yep. of uh, an average of 12.7 which is uh, not too bad but then you look at people like A-Rob who says he had 22 touchdowns yep. nearly 3,000 yards and 14 average yards per, per catch. Yeah. Uh, and again, the same with Hearns. I mean, he's had 21 touchdowns, 2,600 yards, and again, an average of 14.1. And he was he, he was undrafted. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I always remember the uh, Alan, Alan Hearns touchdown against uh, when there was a Wembley one right in the corner of the end zone. Who I can't remember who it was against now, but um, that, was, that was probably one of the highlights for me is, is watching the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was quite a touchdown. That was, that was a big, that was a high scoring game as well. I think that was a back and forth. Thirty-one twenty-seven to the Jags against the Bills. Oh, uh, the Bills. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think that was uh, that. I was more excited because that won me a bet. Um, <laughs> which is always is always way always always matters more when there's money on it. Um, yeah, but yeah, and I like to say obviously the receiving call last year. Uh, highest number of receptions was Marquis Lee with 56. Obviously, A Rob going down. A Rob went down in the first game, did he? Yeah, first catch, one first. catch, 17 yards. Yeah, he went down. <laughs> yeah, that was right. it. But, um, yeah, well, that, that, essentially, that's probably why they let him move on because you know they had to pay. I don't think they wanted to pay him the amount of money that that Chicago did. And you know, obviously, like I say, there's sometimes competition's better than having a star there to elevate the players and. You know, you've got you've got enough bodies there. It's just about whether or not some of these rookies or these second year guys can can step up and and be a decent receiver. Sometimes it takes quite a while for receivers to to establish themselves and get used to the NFL, just like running backs and just like quarterbacks, I suppose. So, I think there's 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 cause <clears throat> cause for optimism there. But you know, I, I suppose from a from an offensive standpoint, you're not really a, a pass first team either. So it, you know, especially with of Norwell, you're going to be just giving the ball to Fournette a bit more. And uh, are, you, are you surprised that they didn't take a, a quarterback in the draft or, or uh, high up or in, in free agency? Uh, no, not at all, to be honest. No, um, no I mean, I was... I thought it was... A, he, yes, he's, he's, he's far from elite, but he's took a, a fairly large step from last year, which was yeah. utter dreadful, yeah. to, to this year. I mean, the, inset, uh, the, the touchdowns, he didn't throw that many, but like I say, like you said, you they rely on the run, so that's not that much of an issue. But um, the interceptions have gone down, um, and if he can go on that project on that projectile again, more touchdowns, less interceptions, great. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's just uh, it. It's an odd one to tell with Bortles. I mean, I'm one of the fans who actually likes him. I like him as a as a person from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's had and, he's had a lot of crap thrown at him over the last couple of years as well. Not so much last year, obviously, because he got him to a championship game, but. Obviously, well, I suppose even last year, and I suppose it's obviously more fantasy related as well. But you know, he's not—he's never a—he's always underrated. He's never—he's never going to throw fifty passes in a game. He's never going to throw for four hundred yards. Um, and you know, he's not seen as a sexy kind of quarterback, is he? Like, you know, he's kind of a, like an Alan, Alex Smith kind of mold type QB. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, like I say, he, he does—he tries to do all, all the simple stuff, a little uh, like five, six-yard passes. To, yeah. Marking clear on a cross route and yeah. and stuff like he, he, he don't do anything pretty. I mean, he's a big lad. I mean, he's six foot five and he's going rumbling down the field. I yeah. mean, he's not exactly a small lad. Saying that, saying that though, he actually ran quite well in the in the playoffs. From what I remember as well last season, I think he ran quite a lot against Buffalo and probably I think probably to a lesser extent against the Patriots. But yeah, I remember something being made of him running a bit more in in those games. I think it's probably the Buffalo game more, I suppose. Yeah, I think he ran for was it eighty eight yards? I believe it was. Um, yeah, it's quite a lot because he had, he had. It wasn't as if it was just one big one. I think there's quite a lot of like five, ten, fifteen yarders. It's it's quite a lot of rushes for him. Yeah, it was t- ten attempts for eighty-eight yeah. yards. Yeah, it's quite quite a lot for him. So, okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, that game weren't great, really, to be honest. But we won at the end of the day, so. No, no, that's well. That's what that's like. I say that's what that's what that's what it's all about. So have a little game for you. Um, so obviously, just on that, that's quite a nice second game. Blake Bortles obviously didn't kind of get the doesn't get the credit he deserves. So we're gonna play a little game. I've got a couple of um, stats here. And you, so Bortles threw for three thousand eight hundred eighty-seven yards last year, and yeah. 60 percent uh, 
completion, 21 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. So I've got a list of five quarterbacks here, and you, all you've got to do is just guess whether or not the, the quarterback I names had more or less passing yards than Blake Bortles last season. Right, OK. OK, see how many you get. So first one is Case Keenum. Do you reckon Bortles, Bortles or Keenum had more passing yards last year? No, it was uh, Blake Bortles. It was by about I think I think it was about about 150 off to, off to me. Let me let me just pull it, let me just pull it up. Hang on, I thought that might be a good one to get to get it started. Uh, Case Keenum, Case Keenum had 3,547, so 100, 140 pass yards less than than Bortles. Okay, next one right. is uh, Jared Goff. Uh, uh, more. Who, who are you going for, Goff or Bortles? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, yes, correct. Jared Goff had 3,804. So just over 100 more than, than Blake Balls. Next one on the list, uh, Blake Balls or Cam Newton? More, more passing yards. Cam Newton or Blake Balls? Blake Balls. Yep, that is also correct. Let's, let's mark those off. That's two, two right, one wrong. Uh, next one on the list, uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, I'd say Balls again. Yep, that is also correct. And Jameis Winston had 3,504, so about 180-odd. Uh, uh, and then finally, uh, Blake Bortles or Alex Alex Smith? Ooh, they're Kareem Hunt for half the season. Uh, Blake Bortles. It was actually Alex Smith. Alex Smith. <laughs> he had quite a lot more, actually. He had about nearly 350-odd more yards. I, th- I thought I'd throw that one in the end there, because obviously Alex Smith's another one that's... Similar in style, but obviously he was coming out slinging the ball uh, last year yep. down downfield to Tyreek Hill. So uh, yeah, so like, like I say, the, the, those those five that I picked there were, were all around. Uh, it just shows you how disrespected Blake Bortles gets, and obviously he you know he threw he was he's a lot more competent last year at quarterback, and you know hopefully this year he'll get a bit more slack and a bit more appreciation of to what he does what does in that offense. And I, I know obviously there's a lot of talk last year that and in the off season that Eli Manning might come and join his old buddy Tom Coughlin. Uh, with all the uproar that was going over in, in New York, but I think I think you've probably got one more year. Uh, obviously, he's, I think he's got a new deal last year as well, didn't he? Bortles for, for what he did this uh, in last season. So I think you've yes. probably got one more year of him before maybe they draft or maybe trade for for another quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think the contract was. Uh, I think it was initially a three-year deal. Yeah. Um, but he only really pays to keep him for two because I think the cap hit on the second year is about seventeen million. Okay. Somewhere around bad. the number. Yeah. So, considering um, considering all like all the, the deals about Ryan and all that again, that's not we're not really a bad deal to have balls at. So. Yeah, silly money that was. <laughs> not, not too bad at all. Okay, so then let's talk about next season. Then so. What what do you, what do you think would be a successful season for the Jags? Or you know, obviously had a lot of success, probably overachieved a little bit last year, maybe. But you know, do you, do you expect much of the same? Do you think where where do you think the the yardstick is for Jacksonville this year? Uh, start off by beating the Titans twice. That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it is in my opinion. I think it's got to be the same or better. It it's got to be. You can't aim to go lower than what you've already done. Yeah, that's um, fair. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. Do you feel do you so, feel that um that would be shared by all the other, the other fans? What what do you think the general consensus is on on Jacksonville for next season? Do you think that they regress a, a lot, or do you just think because obviously the AFC South now is is a very competitive division compared to last year? Obviously, Deshaun Watson back at Houston, Tennessee have have gotten uh, stronger in the coaching staff and uh, you know the people that are, are there. Obviously, Dion Lewis, Malcolm Butler on both sides of the ball there, but. 
do you think do you think it'll obviously it'll be harder to win the division next season or do you, is is it kind of just get try and get into the playoffs and then go from there? Yeah, next season, I mean, the season coming up, sorry, will be a lot more difficult. I mean, like you said, with Deshaun Watson, I mean, whether he's the same player as he was, because that's the second ACL injury I believe he's had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 same with Andrew Luck as well, whether he's back or not, it's it's, it's a massive thing. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Mariota. Okay. Um, yeah. I yeah. really don't. And I'm not the same Texan, uh, the Titans, sorry. <laughs> uh, I just... I mean, I think he's better with his feet, and that's rich coming from a Jags fan as balls is. But yeah. it's just, I just, I'm just not a fan of him. All, not all, but it, it's, especially with JJ Watt coming back as well for the Texans. Yeah. Again, whether he's a second player or not, after his back injury, it's 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 all up in the air at the minute. So, yeah, I mean, just on the Titans point there, I think obviously the coach and Mike Malarkey kind of held them back, held them back a little bit. So, be interesting to see, obviously. Um, Matt Lafleur and uh, the other guys whose name escapes me right at the moment, but you know, I think I certainly think, considering how bad the Titans were, how bad the division, I certainly think there could be three, maybe even four teams if if Luck's back for the Colts there that could have be ten and ten and six teams or all be that wild cards um, and, and winning all post winning records. So yeah, it's it's one from obviously last season wasn't a great division to watch or the divisional games. It, it should be certainly more exciting to watch those, those games this year. Uh, like I said, I mean Deshaun Watson, like him, he's he's, he's a he's a proper. I mean, I know we sacked. I think we sacked him. For, you only give him a break. It's his first ever game in the NFL when he was playing a defense like the Jags, which yeah. we are it to, to be. But I mean. His mobility, and it's not just that, he's good with his arm, like a bigger, stockier Russell Wilson in a way. Yeah. Um, if you want to look away. So it's 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 going to be more competitive, we'll make it more fun for the neutral fan. Um, yeah, I'm just, trying, yeah, to, just trying to pull their, their schedule up um, just in front of me, but it's taken a bit of time. Just bear with me two seconds. Have you got the schedule there in front of you for next season? At all? I haven't, no. No, no, okay. But no. Two seconds, let me just pull, boom, 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 boom. <coughs> Okay, so who have we got? We've got so open up at the Giants, so that could be that could be an interesting game. Last season's form, obviously, you expect to win, but obviously the Giants are getting everyone back. And then you play, you're at home to the, you've got a three game home stretch. You've got at home to the Patriots, home to the Titans, home to the Jets. So those first four games, I suppose, what three and one, maybe two and two. Yeah, I mean, like say the the Giants, like say it's um, hit and miss. That is, I mean, they've got uh, Saquon Barkley now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Will Hernandez, the player I wanted the Jags to pick. Yeah. Um, line, so he's a big brute of a fella. Yeah. Um, the Titans, obviously, I say we'll beat them every week. Yeah. Just, I mean, whether we do or not, it's another matter. I mean, we're not that great against them. And the Patriots, I mean, they're the Patriots at the end of the day, so. Give or take, and sorry, who was the other the other team? Sorry, yeah, uh, Jets, Jets. You should beat the Jets. Well, you said that last year, and we lost to them last year. <laughs> so, yes, very true. <laughs> very true. But I think I think what is good about games, I think you'll after those four games, you'll pretty much know where the Jaguars are as a team and what you can kind of expect them. Because if they go three and one, obviously they'll have a, a divisional win there. They'll have a a game. Obviously, they they owe the Patriots a beating as well after the the championship game last season. So you know, there's a bit of a revenge there. So it, it's not it's not um it's not beyond the realms of possibility that they go four and zero there. And obviously, if they do that, it's standing in good stead, obviously for the division, but obviously uh, for a playoff berth because uh, it gets a bit tougher after that at Chiefs at Cowboys, um, and then home to the Texans, which could be an interesting one, and then home to the Eagles before the buyers. So those eight games there. Uh, going to be quite interesting to see how that plays out for the Jags and say it'd be quite indicative of how, how the rest of the season will go 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it is very interesting this year. I mean, I, I mean, last year we went win, loss, win, loss, win, loss for the first seven games, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And we still were 10 and 6. So, I mean, even if we was, I don't know, 3 and uh, three, and 3, 3 and 4, 4 and 3, whichever way you want to look at it, when it comes up to the Jags-Eagles game, I still think we'd be within a shot, depending obviously how we play. Because, I mean, last season we were, even though we'd lost three games out of six, we'd still look like we should have been a hell of a lot better. I mean, just um, record-wise anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, that's fair. And obviously the, the Eagles game was obviously the Wembley game and obviously got the bye week as well. So that's not really, um, well, I suppose it is a home game to a play. Yeah. Okay, and then obviously just just to for some reason it says here to be decided uh, Dolphins week sixteen I'm not quite sure why that that is the case but your last the last four are um, at the Titans home to Redskins at the Dolphins at the Texans so you've got three three of the last four games there are away games so it could be quite interesting to see what they've got to play for I assume it would go down to the Texans game in week seventeen there to for division and play and playoff um, aspirations so it'd be quite interesting interesting game. Yeah, it'd be nice if it, in a way, like I say, again, for the neutral, for the NFL fan, if it did come down to the Texans, um, Jags get to decide which team got into the playoffs, yeah. such. Yeah. Whereas first round bye or, or a wild card, it, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it, really. I'm looking forward to it this year. Yeah, one thing I will say, I do, I do really like what the NFL do with Week 17 and make sure they're all divisional games, obviously, because you, you're more than likely going to get games that matter for playoffs or divisions and, and titles and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's one thing they've, they've actually got right. But, um, yeah, OK, cool. So is there, so before we get you out then, is there anything, Is it, do you watch any any college at all? Or is there any, you know, do you watch any of the all or nothing stuff? Do you watch any stuff at home, like the, the Britball stuff? Is, is there anything else that you're doing in the off-season to, to kind of keep you... Ticking over until the new season starts. Well, I mean, Britball. I used to. Well, I used to take part in it. Okay. Um, I went for a pre-season uh, warm-ups, uh, season games, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Nottingham Caesars. Nice. Um, but unfortunately, because I've got children, <laughs> I live in Melton Mowbray, so it's a good 45, 50 minute drive away yeah, every yeah. week for three days a week training. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say Melton Mowbray actually because my wife, my wife has uh, my my, my mum in law and, and stepdad in law. They live in uh, Stamford. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's just down the road. But yeah, no, it's a bit, a bit of a trek to to Nottingham. So I'd, I've done I've done that journey before. And my, my my wife has as well. So. Yeah, it, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, the camaraderie with the guys is a good laugh, and yeah. uh, it, uh, I just didn't enjoy trying to knock people over but, <laughs> that's a, yeah that's I pretty mean, much that's what brit balls all about um, just, just knocking knocking the crap out of excuse my french knocking the crap yeah. out of people and knocking them on the floor yeah i mean the problem is my stature's not i'm only five foot eight so i'm <laughs> i'm not exactly a monster on the field let's put it that way well you can, you can kind of get it's not, it's not exactly um nfa you can kind of get away with it i suppose like sunday league football isn't it you're, not, you're never going to get the biggest uh the biggest guys on the field are you so so, no, so you no. say you have, you've had to give that up and you don't when, how long how long ago was that was a year and a half ago now, two years. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, like I said, I just enjoy padding up and running with a ball in my hand. Love yeah. doing it. Is that what you did? Um, you play when it, was it running back you played? Yes, it was, yeah. Um, mm. I, I mean, I was always known for being quick and running around like headless chicken, so I thought oh, running back's probably a good idea. <laughs> um, did you ever get any bad injuries yeah. at all? Sorry? Did you ever get any bad injuries? No, no. Um, I've actually got injuries playing soccer, football before when I was younger. Right. Um, but the time I played American football, not one injury. 
So which is uh, quite ironic, really. Yeah, for, for a running back, it's uh, usually usually quite uh, that's, unre- that's quite rare. That okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so a couple more things before we go. Are there any any players, obviously not non Jacksonville Jaguars, past or present that you like or would like on your team? Um, you know, yeah, it can be past or present. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, like players like OBJ, Julio Jones, AB, Lev Bell, JJ Watt, all them. I mean, they're just what everybody says because they're probably the best players in the league or a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like past players, I mean, like I said, I went through 10 years of on and off, so I'm not big on the history of yeah, no, that's fair. teams over that's fair. years. But yeah, I mean, like a current player now, I'd, I'd love the Jags to have to add to their defensive. Uh, Strength is Joey Bosa. Um, he's just an absolute animal. He is, yeah. I mean, I didn't agree the way he dealt in his rookie season about his contract. Uh, that was a bit childish. Um, but you know, as soon as he came on the field, uh, he, he tore it up. Absolutely smashed it. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly, certainly did. And um, do you have like um so like for me, my... my I, being a Dallas fan, I have an AFC team. My, my AFC team, the Chargers. Do you like having any other teams you like watching, or or any team, any NFC team you like to watch? Maybe that you'd like to get in the Super Bowl if you ever got there. Uh, someone in the Jazz can be ideally, but <laughs> well, all the, no. Yeah. To be honest, I'm a bit of a homer when it comes to the NFL. Okay. Um, it's, it's Jags or nothing, basically. Okay, no, that's fair. No, that's fair. Well, do, do, do you think that the Jags will end up being over here full time at some point, or do you reckon we'll get our own franchise? How do you feel about all the Wembley stuff and all the international series stuff? I, I, I love the idea of the international series. I think it, it opens up the game to people over here who, who, who don't know it for one, or, or don't get to watch it. Yeah. Um, but the Jags coming over here, I think I, I, I'm not agreeing with it. I, I wouldn't like to see the Jags come over here. No. Nah. Um, no, I agree. I think the novelty would wear off. Yeah. Maybe having our own franchise, a completely separate franchise, then yes, maybe that would work. Um, but um, I mean, I fell in love with the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're the Jacksonville Jaguars, not yeah. the London Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, 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 that's my point of view on it. I mean, with Sharkham trying to buy Wembley, I think Jaguars fans back in America lost their head. Yeah. Um, about it, thinking, oh, no, we're moving. And it, it's just a money making thing for Sharkham. That's just that's simply what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of money over here for them to 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 get, isn't there? So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully fully agree with you. I don't think I think the novelty of the Jacksonville Jaguars or a team team come over here would kind of kill the novelty a little bit. And obviously, if you have an expansion, you'd have to redo all the leagues and just I like I like it how it is. And you know, maybe it might be a change thing. I don't like change, but certainly the way it is is a, is a winning formula in my opinion. So why why you know, if it's not broken, why 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 fix it? So. Cool. All right. So before we get you out, then, so if the, um, the the question I always get everyone out on is if the if the American football the game or the NFL disbanded tomorrow, what would you end up doing in, instead on a Sunday? Uh, <laughs> um, I'll tell you the answers you can't have are go cry in the corner or drink because they 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 they've they've come up every time since. So you have to try. <laughs> give me something. Give me something different. Well, actually, I did put uh, pub. But no, that's no, I probably, <laughs> that, I that doesn't necessarily go. imply that you're drinking or you're crying in a corner. So yeah, you know, you could you could maybe get about it. maybe change it to a beer garden. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd probably just try and find another sport, just something to get into. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I like the UFC, so I, 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 I like watching that. And, yeah, that, that's got quite um, that's got quite big over there. Was that in? Did I see, um, I'm not a big a, a MMA guy, but was that in like Liverpool yesterday or something, or Liverpool the other day? 
yeah, it was. Because yeah, yeah. like, that's that that the UFC's gotten massive over the last couple of years. Aren't they have like massive stuff every week now, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have like obviously fight nights, which is like um, just uh, weekly shows kind of thing. Oh, okay, so um, it's, actually, it's actually like daily now then. No, well, not as such. No, I mean, like, it's a lot more regular than what it used to be. Right. Um, they have like the UFC, and then it's numbered. They're like the big main events. They're kind of like the WrestleMania of the MMA world. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Because it's like yeah. it's like UFC, like two hundred and whatever, isn't it? I see, I see. So when they have like big events, obviously that's when it gets the numbers. But I suppose what like the, all the undercard stuff is just like behind bars and not behind bars, but yeah, if you <laughs> the <laughs> well, easy self to admit, but um, yeah, like all the all the other stuff that's kind of less of a big deal is just kind of shown, but not not like the big stuff. Yeah, I mean oh, they okay. have like their own pay per view service, like the NFL do. Yeah, oh, okay. it's called Fights, um, and you can watch every single fight that's oh, okay. broadcasted on TV or whatever. So yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Well, there you go. So I learned something today. Every day is a school day. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on to on the show. Hope you enjoyed your your. your your Jacksonville Jaguars talk there. Uh, if you want to get in touch with uh, Aaron Warrener, you can get him on Twitter at Duval Warrior. Uh, sorry, at Duval Warrener. Warrior. Um, what's your What's your Instagram? I, I, I haven't written that down. That's uh, NF, NFFFC Warrior. Uh, Gazman or something, wasn't it? What, what's your Instagram? Gazman, 22 to I don't know. It's a long time since I've created <laughs> that. It's quite embarrassing to be fair. No, that's, that's what, well, that's, what I say. There's, there's a lot worse out there, mate. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry too much. But I say, yeah, we're, we're, we're keeping in touch and say maybe we'll do, we'll do something similar next season or we, we get you in for maybe after game to see how, how the Jags are doing. Yeah, whenever you like, mate, whenever. Love yourself. Thanks for coming on, Aaron. Take care, mate. Thank you very much. You too. Aaron Warren are there talking about our Jacksonville Jaguars. Hope you enjoyed that. Like I say, if you want to talk about your team and you want to talk about, you know, I don't know, uh, who haven't we done? It would be quite interesting. Minnesota Vikings, maybe, or... I think um, coming up, I think we've got Dolphins at some point and Broncos maybe next week. Um, and also might be joined by um, the Bearded Twits, who have uh, do blogs. I'll try and get those on. But like I say, if you want to, if you want to talk about your team, get in touch with us uh, at Full Ten Yards Instagram and Twitter. Full Ten Yards at gmail.com is the email. Uh, we're on obviously iTunes. We're on the website uh, Full Ten Yards.com. Also on Stitcher. We'd, we'll, I will try and make a make a note of trying to get on all the other ones like um or what is it anchor and, and all the other ones because i had a, had a couple of guys that were asking for some other platforms we're only on those two at the moment as, as far as i'm aware but uh, i will try and make it a point to get it on some other other platforms so if you do enjoy the show please share it out subscribe share uh, with your friends with that person sitting next to you on the tube or on the train or even your car buddies you know uh, very much would like the following would like other people to listen as well, but I really, really, really appreciate you all tuning in, you all listening, and like I say, hopefully you join the hashtag my team my thoughts segments. Uh, just a quick reminder: obviously we're doing the race to five hundred. I think we're over over well over a hundred followers now on Instagram. I don't think we're quite there with Twitter, but once we get to five hundred, we will give away an NFL shirt. Uh, might try and get a, a signed one in there for you as well because let's face it all the the bigger companies are doing signed ones as well but then again you probably won't get a good a shot at winning those as you would do with this one so please follow us uh, on social media on the website and like I say subscribe iTunes Stitcher you know, and leave a review leave it do you like the show that would be great feedback for us where do you listen to to the show but that will do it for us 
this week. Uh, no, not this week, because on Thursday, that's a good point. Uh, on Thursday, we will have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Caleb Duckworth will be joining us to talk uh, another AFC South team, uh, Tennessee Titans. So join us for that. Hope you enjoyed the show. That would do it for a couple of days for us here at the Full 10 Yards Podcast. And in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards. Or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.